Buckle up, buttercups. <laughs> I can't even go with the regular intro tonight. Um, this is Greetings from the Uncanny Valley, the Westworld podcast on the Incomparable Network. Thanks to Jason and everybody over there for hosting us. We are here to talk about Season 2, Episode 5 of Westworld, which is Akane no Mai, which translates, by the way, I found out, to Akane's Dance is what that means. Yes, and this is the reaction so, show, folks. This is the this <laughs> is the timed one. Yes, I was so close. Yes, um, <laughs> I got everything but the time show. Well, what I was going to do was say this is how it works because then I was going to hit the timer. Uh-huh. Um, so Akane no Mai, which is Akane's dance. Um, I'm always pleased when we get. I mean, yikes! But I'm always pleased when we get an episode that has a title that makes sense. Yes. And boy, howdy. Um, so this is, as Don said, the initial reaction show. And so uh, we've each watched the episode once. And uh, I'm about to start a timer for 20 minutes. And you will hear it go off when it is uh, when it has been 20 minutes. We're going to try to stuff about 90 minutes worth of conversation into that 20 minutes, which starts now. So, um, holy shit. Um, oh, well, that's that's what I've got for this one. Um, overall, I I really enjoyed it. Because it was very interesting to see uh, the world building, but not. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess. Was, or uh, that uh, was pretty funny. We kind of suspected this might be coming, based on some of the previews. But I didn't know that they were going to do a one-for-one correspondence with just about <laughs> every character there. What we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I is, didn't course, realize we were going to get. Yeah. You know the the sweet water theme and a butterfly and yeah. Yeah. And, and, and. Yeah, in Shogun World, we basically got the Sweetwater version of uh, of uh, a, a, Japani- a Japanese uh, town uh, and uh, down to the very characters. The um, Well, down to the very interactions that they have with each other. The dude that shows up to rob the place of the safe picks up the woman in charge of the Pleasure Palace and moves her to the side so that the safe doesn't crash on her. Yeah. I feel like that's oddly familiar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love the I love the meta commentary by Sizemore there. It was pretty <laughs> pretty goddamn uh, I did like that they basically all just sort of stared at him like you've got to be fucking kidding me. That was pretty great. Yeah. Well, the uh, the only one that that it seemed to be lost on was Hector, which I thought was funny. He couldn't figure oh, out yeah. that the guy that really irritated him, Musashi, was basically his opposite number. Uh, oh. So uh, uh, that was pretty. Uh, uh, that Armistice though figured it out right away when she saw the tattoo. So and man, do I now want an interim season of just Shogun World because I want to see what Shogun Armistice does. Yeah. <laughs> Like what kind of I am is that? so interested in her now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Show me what she's up to. Yeah. So the other thing, the interesting thing that we got was information from Sizemore that uh, uh, Shogun World is basically Westworld on hard mode. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically uh, for people who like more of a challenge. Hence the swords. Uh, I don't know how the hell that would ever work without, you know, a guest losing a limb or you know, something. <laughs> but, hey, I guess. Yeah, the, how do you, you code know, a sword to go, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm slicing human. I should stop slicing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we may never know that uh, 
the other thing, uh, which was uh, really key that will obviously be a MacGuffin later on, is that um, Sizemore cops a a radio uh, walkie-talkie while he's taking a piss. I, I don't understand where he got that from. Also, I didn't understand what the scene was so dark, and it is still light out here on the best coast when I was watching mm. it. Even though I was watching it a few minutes uh, later, God bless my in-laws. I couldn't get them out of the house fast enough. I was watching it a few minutes later, but it was still light. And, you know, I got all the shades pulled down, but damn. Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can do. Yeah. The, and so there was a lot of stuff I didn't see. I'm going to have to, like, rewatch it six or seven times. And that's just the the Shogun World stuff. By the way, I found this out online. I thought the sound the song sounded familiar, but I couldn't pick it out. Did you catch what Akani was dancing to? Um, almost. Like it's still bugging me because I don't know what it is. It is C R E A M, Cream by the Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang. That's why I didn't know. Yeah, it's okay. Like I mean, no, like I get it, but like I was listening, like I could. There wasn't the right context to it because that's not a song that is necessarily melodic. Because what you get it with with most Wu-Tang songs is rap. So if yeah. there had been something that yeah, was the beat only that the Jonathan... lyrics normally have, then I totally would have got it. Yeah, you totally would have got it. Only Jonathan Nolan, uh, Ramin Jawadi would have <laughs> uh, picked a hip-hop uh, song to <laughs> have a geisha dance to. So I don't know. what you get they're like, when you're on Westworld. <laughs> they're ca- yeah, but like Wu-Tang is totally obsessed with samurai and stuff. So like I could see them being like, here's what's up. Like, tomorrow we're going to get the pieces, you know, the interviews from Vulture, Variety, or Hollywood Reporter or somebody that's going to, like, go call up <laughs> call up some some Wu-Tang dudes and be like, yeah, so about that, and have them just be like, we are still freaking out. We will give you a full statement later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it was... Uh, that's my that guess, was, anyway. Yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. Well, I, I think... Uh, I- I think that was a nice little Easter egg. I also thought the, um, I thought they were going to save, I can't remember the name of the character. It was basically the Clementine of Shogun World, uh, I assumed. Oh, well, the girl that got. Yeah. Yeah. The girl that got got. Uh, Her name is Sakura. Sakura. And I'm convinced that she was actually her daughter. Oh really? That she's daughter. Akane's daughter. Yeah. Ah, okay. That that that's Akane's cornerstone is that this really is her daughter, and she had to give up her daughter, but somehow knew that this was her when she says, you know, I found her on the street. Yeah. That that's her cornerstone, her little heartbreak around which her character is built is I had to give away my daughter, right. and then it turned out that my daughter t- was in a bad situation, and so I saved her by bringing her back to live with me, and that that's. That's why all of that happened, because that's what stopped Maeve. Right. Was, yeah. I don't want to take your daughter away from you, basically. So, as near as I can guess, by the time the end was done, uh, she figured it out a little too late. Uh, her uh, her um, Neo powers, she's going to be stopping oh, a hail of bullets man. anytime soon. Uh, but... I suspect that when they were getting the attack by the ninja the night before was uh, and she was being strangled and couldn't talk uh that it was the host mesh network she had figured out how to to use. Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, so um, that's what she uh, she's using. I can't but wait. Until somehow the next she's able episode. to translate that command into something that she can broadcast. Right. Brain to brain. But uh, how about also that uh, badass Shogun there with uh, cortical fluid <sighs> leaking out of his ear? Man. So what's wrong with now- him? And he basically deafened uh, mm-hmm. all of his that lieutenants. Hardcore. Yeah, that's that's pretty grotesque. Uh, so no, we didn't get to grotesque, which is she's dancing, and she pulls, and I'm like, oh, well, she's gonna pull a thing out of her hair, and she's gonna jam it in his leaky ear, right? Yeah, like that's what's gonna get him. Oh no, 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 Kelly. No, that, they this don't do West that World. in Westworld. <laughs> you need to think bigger. So, so that was my first thought. And then I thought, oh, she's going to put it in his eye. Yeah. You know, right into the brain and down he goes, right? Yeah. Again, O'Kelly, oh, uh-huh. you need to think bigger. Holy moly. Yeah, she opened that can of tuna. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Um, yeah. There, there was much shouting. When yeah. we- Watching it in my basement. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> there was all kinds of owing it yeah. over that. Oh, it was. Oh, geez. Um, holy yeah. mackerel. Yeah. So that was uh, that was pretty uh, that was pretty creepy. Now the funny thing is, is we didn't open in uh, Shogun World uh, no. this episode. We actually opened back on the Mesa. Mm-hmm. And Tech's doing evil things by re, uh, removing the um, control units out of hosts mm-hmm. and Strand wanting uh, Mei Ling to uh, drag the lake. I didn't understand the other thing. Is she is she actually trying to drain the lake now? Yes. Oh, okay. But she's she's dragging hosts out of the lake. And apparently yeah, they... Yeah, she said they were Ber- skimming them. And Bernard was, was, in a, uh, was overlooking a room with a bunch of hosts there. Uh, and did you notice who was piled on the top of and those? And the top hosts? one was Teddy. This time yeah. I recognized yes. him in the sea of hosts. And this so time the, I could actually pick him out. And this time they had the tech dude played by Ferris Ferris, whose uh, name of that tech dude I can never remember mm-hmm. uh, the character name. But he was saying that hey, the control units for a lot of these hosts are blank. Not just blank, but like never been used blank. Right. So was how what, it sounded. So somebody's fucking with somebody with those hosts that are in the lake and around there. Mm-hmm. And there's lots who, of things. Be yeah, how. Yeah, there's lots of things playing across uh, Bernard's face there, like mm. what the fuck is going on in that healed head of his, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, and that was like the only time we spent with them but notice notice that they are in the control room and i was thinking remember one of those uh 27 scenes i listed on the <laughs> yes in-depth show uh that we recorded the other day for episode four uh one of them was uh bernard uh whipping out the uh machine gun and kicking ass and it looks mm-hmm. like it's in the control room there's nothing saying that he had to be there the night of the massacre Maybe he whips that fucker yep. out now, right? Yep. In an upcoming episode here. So I think, I think that I hate to drop into analysis here, uh, <laughs> rather step into analysis here. But I, I, I think that's what we might be seeing. 
Now, yeah, I think so. Perhaps I, I could get with that. We should talk about the Dolores and Teddy storyline. Oh man! Because well, first because of all, folks, folks, Shogun World was funny and scary, and kind of enlightening uh, about a couple of characters, and interesting because it was our first prolonged look, et cetera, et cetera. Right, Dolores and Teddy, though, I kept wanting to crawl over the back of the couch. Especially mm-hmm. there in the last part of it. And I did not see any of that coming. I mean, uh the oh in the scene with the in the Mariposa with new Clementine and old Clementine. God, okay, you that, wanna cry? That was heartbreak. Yeah. I was so sad about that. And and like at first, at that moment, you know, Teddy's not doing great right there, right? So I start out like, oh, poor Teddy. I'm feeling bad for him. Well, I was only feeling bad for Teddy until I saw Clementine. And then I was like, Teddy who? Yeah. Because that was just heartbreaking. Especially because she's talking to another host and she doesn't even know the difference. And she's just going around and going around. like. Obviously, new uh, Clementine is not only not awake, but not even aware that something is Mm -hmm. wrong. Right. So, yeah, that's uh, that's creepy as fuck. Uh, but, hey, uh, I've had some out-of-control programs before, so uh, I know what that's like. <laughs> so, um, and uh, Dolores uh, sends uh, original Clementine outside, you know, you know, not yeah. to, looks at her and goes, you know, this is going to fuck you up. Uh, you can just see the expression, sends her outside. And then she takes uh, Teddy out of town. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he has, I think, his first woke conversation. Yeah. And um, and then she tells him the story about the cattle and the flies. Mm-hmm. And good God. <laughs> and did you catch the whole bit there about? Because remember, we were told. To keep an eye on the on the um, flies this season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, that was a uh, yeah. Who boy? Yeah. And then uh, then we have the the tender time where they're th- uh, you're thinking Teddy and Dolores have figured it out. They're made for each yeah. other. I was hoping so. Yeah, and. Then they shiv you. <laughs> well, my question was, what changed your mind? I, like, yeah, I, did yeah. she know the whole time and just thought this might be fun? Like, I think it confirmed for her that Teddy treating her so tenderly, he was not going to change. Okay. I think that's what it uh, was and that she has to make the hard call. Now, what exactly she's having the tech do, I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and step through frame by frame so I can... Well, I tried to, and I couldn't get anywhere. Yeah, good luck doing that on HBO. You you have to call your Uncle Torrance to do shit like that. Yeah, well, I I took a look, and it didn't look like there was anything obvious. He was swiping swiping up, but he was swiping up on the main 
yeah interface there wasn't something in particular that he was nudging or not nudging so yeah, I, I hit the I rewind don't know what, button on the roku a couple yeah, of times on that and i don't know wife. what she had done except that his files overwritten and i wonder if she's just going full hermione on him in that um <laughs> she's erasing all of her like all of his memories of her so that he doesn't interfere or end up in trouble you know like hermione did at the beginning of uh deathly yeah. hallows where uh to keep her parents safe she obliviates herself from their lives so i wasn't sure if maybe that was the thing she was doing because she thought she was being kind you know, you know, or Kelly, I, I haven't mentioned this to you before but as a friend you've seen harry potter way too many fucking times <laughs> We may I need to, to talk to you about that Wild West sex robot show you watch there, Don. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's funny. My oh, I hear your phone watching... ringing, Kettle. Is it pot? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. My wife was just watching that episode night before last of, uh, uh, <laughs> I said episode, but it's a standalone film of Harry Potter. So anyway, I'll crawl back in my hole and ridicule <laughs> myself for a while. So anyway... I don't know exactly what she's doing, but Dolores is, she's not even Colonel Kurtz. She's like General fucking Kurtz. (laughs) (laughs) Colonel Kurtz is looking at her like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh. Colonel Kurtz is like, you need to, you should really take a step back here and think this through. (laughs) You're really being irrational, says Colonel Kurtz. Yeah, maybe that's a little too extreme. Um, so. So that's the episode, and then uh, I, I told Ke- uh, Kelly before we uh, we recorded, we actually started recording. I said, you know, the episode was enough to deal with, and then we had the previews, and the back of my head fell out. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So, so if you don't want to be spoiled for what we have no idea really what's coming or how to interpret. Yeah. If you don't want to be spoiled about the next, you know, next week's episode with what little bit they gave us at the end of this week's episode, if that's not your jam, then stop here, hum the closing theme to yourself, pretend there was a funny outtake at the end and move on with your life because we're, because that's where we're headed now for the next five minutes. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, what the fuck, man? Well, we get a whole bunch of Mesa, which is going to be really interesting and we to me some... as they, like, are continuing to wipe up there. And we get some creepy as shit Dolores and Arnold. And here's oh. what I think. That looks like the same conversation that uh, William had huh? with James Delos. Oh. So I think that little red ball that we saw... Bernard yes, pocket the marble? last week where yeah uh, the marble, uh, the chestnut or whatever. I <laughs> I'm starting to think it's not Ford. I'm starting to think it's Arnold. Ooh. So I'm gonna chew on that for a while. That's gonna be fun. Um, plus the other Mesa stuff. It just uh, with uh, Abernathy. Obviously they catch him because he's in the Mesa. Somebody's got him. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody ends up him. in there. But I'm I'm hoping that next week we get more about the little hand grenade that was dropped in our laps this week of they look like they've never had anything on them at all, to which our friendly neighborhood Skarsgård says, you mean a third of our 
IP or whatever it is he says is gone. Is gone with no backup alternative, whatever. Yeah. Um because dang. Didn't, the, didn't the tech guy said the backups were burned? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. So we will dig into that a little bit later. And um, so we I'm went... sure, but I'm I'm really interested in the fallout from that. Yeah, and the uh, the uh, so we're five episodes in. We're halfway over the season. We're halfway. Oh God, let's start crying. But we get one more. We yeah. get at least one more. That's the thing we can talk about next in yeah. in the analysis show. Yeah. So they uh, they get renewed. Uh, but uh, the important thing is we there's still a lot of stuff that we haven't uh, seen yet. Like we haven't seen Charlotte in the room and Nard dogs. Yes. Uh, uh, we did, I can check off like at least six or seven off the list for the next analysis show that we saw this. Yes, time. we need uh, to do that. But the other important thing is after five episodes, all the previews that the critics got, mm-hmm. the reviewers, which they don't have which, anything. They don't have dick anymore. They're in the same boat as us. Uh, from yes. this point. Forward. Remember how it felt when we got to, what's it, season six of Game of Thrones? Yes. Where they had basically passed the books and they were doing their own thing. They were just sort of going to, oh, to no, no, George R. R. Martin got... for the high sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, they were all, uh, it was working without a net. And boy, all the book people were really pissed at that. So, All right, we're doing another podcast here. Okay, that was, all right. mine went off at the same time. So, um, that's awesome. And um, <laughs> this episode was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it for the the Shogun World parts, and uh, remember that that one of the th- here's the thing that people need to brace themselves for is I'm pretty sure we're gonna st- we're gonna be here for at least another another episode's worth of storyline whether it's next week or not, and remember that a Sizemore basically said this was Westworld on hard mode and then said oh and by the way the reason we picked this era of Japanese history is because it's the extra gruesome kind. So if you thought that this week, like I'm not convinced this week was the worst of it by any means. So, oh God, if, no. that, so if that was hard on you, you're going to need to emotionally prepare um, for the, on the off chance that Shogun world jumps out at you from yeah, a future episode. Cause it's sure gonna that, yeah, and I'm holy cow. Sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure the flip top lid, uh, Sh- uh, Shogun, courtesy of Akane, <laughs> is, Shogun. Yeah, yes. is is not the only thing we're going to see this season. See, Holy I crap. did not realize that Musashi was the Japanese word for flip top. Yes. There yeah. you go. And he didn't even All do right. it. She did it, Akane. All right. <laughs> I know. Take I us, didn't realize. Take us yeah. out, boss. <laughs> All right. This has been Greetings from the Uncanny Valley. Uh, this is our initial reaction to uh, season two, episode five, Akane no Mai. And uh, we are going to step into analysis for this later this week, and you will be able to get that episode very soon. Um, I think that's going to do it. Uh, thanks again to Jason and the Incomparable and everyone there for hosting us. I am your host, Kelly Gamot. With me as always is Don Melton. Party on, Don. Party on, Garth. And uh, we're going to talk to you later this week. If you have theories for us after you watch the episode, maybe more than one time, you're more than welcome to send those to us on Twitter at Westworld Rewind. And until later this week, be excellent to each other.
Is that our According. fastest show uh, reaction show? It might be because once I nip off the front end where we were oh, still talking oh, a little bit. Only the tip. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Once the episode gets a bris, then we're good. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, no, I broke That's on. That's got to be in the... <laughs> That's the little bonus shot right there, I suspect. 